0: Welcome. To, well, I, I'll just I'll just wait till they're done. All right, I think they're done. All right, welcome to Plex Weather. This is Jason Anderson. Not a normal show <laughs> for sure. This one's going to be a little different. I've been teasing it for a while. This is going to be. It's a Washington Spirit podcast, but it's really a cicada podcast. Uh, I've been working on this one for a while getting interviews with players on the subject of cicadas which is a kind of a weird thing to ask players but uh thankfully a bunch of a bunch of the players on the team have been on board no one no one i asked turned me down which i am immensely grateful for because it's a strange topic to to bring up to people they obviously had an easy time or would have had an easy time telling me i don't want to talk about this this is ridiculous so i strongly appreciate. Uh, everyone that joined me on this for for playing along with an absolutely silly podcast idea that I had uh, earlier this year and and couldn't get out of my head. I had to do it. So I thank them for indulging me. This is going to be an episode about cicadas uh, and and how they relate to the Washington spirit. There's not going to be much soccer so if you if you had enough of the cicadas this summer i guess this is the time for you to to click off because I, maybe this cicada noise at the beginning might have been too much but if you're still if you're like well i'm on the fence this is your time to get out because the cicada stuff is not going to stop until the show is over well, a brief serious note before we get started um you'll notice that these interviews that i mentioned i believe in all of them i mention when the segment is being recorded. And initially, it was just, I wanted to make sure people understood the timeline of why some players were like, oh, is that happening? And then later, some players were like, oh, I can't stand the cicadas, they're everywhere. Because some players were spoken to before the cicadas had emerged, some were spoken to after. I wanted that to be clear, but I also want to make sure that people are aware that um, my interview with Tori Huster she mentions something uh, about Kumi Yokoyama. I don't want to spoil it. But at the time of our interview, which was in early April, Kumi had not yet come out as transgender. And so the the change in pronoun was not known to anyone at the time. And so Tori uses she, but it's at the time that was the the pronoun to use. So I just wanted to put that out there. That Kumi came out. As transgender, I I want to say almost two months after that interview. So I just wanted to be clear with everyone up front that that's why uh, you're hearing she instead of they, which is the pronoun you use when you're talking about Kumi. Uh, the other thing I will mention uh, is that I'm, I'm not kidding. This is going to be a Cicada episode. I, I really can't believe that this is happening, but it is. So hopefully you enjoy it or at least tolerate uh, this, this episode entirely about cases this is definitely going to be the weirdest episode of flex weather i think maybe maybe all time uh, i don't know how long the the future goes for this podcast but i know this is going to be strange <laughs> i'm joined by aubrey bledsoe this segment is being recorded back in march um, and i specifically wanted to talk to you aubrey because you and i are both from a part of the world that a specific thing happens and it's about to happen this year. So I, first, I want to ask you, do you have any specific memories of anything weird happening in 2004?
1: Hmm. Trying to rack my brain. Mm. Uh, I wonder if it has something to do with like cicadas.
0: It it does. Are
1: the cicadas coming back?
0: The cicadas (laughs) are coming back.
1: Is that it? Am I right? Yeah, this
0: is this is going to be an episode about the return of the cicadas and oh, everyone no. collectively dealing with the weirdness of these strange, strange bugs coming out of the ground.
1: Oh, I did not hear <laughs> about that, but yikes. I do have memories of uh, mm. my science teacher bringing in chocolate-covered cicadas <laughs> and offering them to us. Wow. I did not partake, no. but... Uh, yeah, not a fun summer. It's yeah, so, loud and just gross.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't know. I had no idea. I thought it was just a Maryland, Virginia, D.C. thing until huh. maybe a couple months ago. I happened to see something about the cicadas. This was the year. And Ben, uh, who writes for Black and Red United with me, and he's on Filibuster, uh, our D.C. United podcast with me, Ben mentioned, he's like, yeah, I remember the cicadas. And I was like, well, you're from Cincinnati. And he's like, yeah, we had them too. And Uh then I looked at, I saw a map that showed that essentially there's just, you know, Maryland and Virginia, and then the the mountains cut through and there's no cicadas there. But then Southern Ohio, including Cincinnati, has them just as much. And I was like, oh my gosh. So that's where the idea for (laughs) this got started, that there being several Cincinnati natives on the team that some of you would have some memories of this along with the the locals uh, on the team as well. But yeah, I, I'm curious. It sounds like the the vibe I'm getting is that you weren't necessarily a big fan of the cicadas.
1: No, I don't think anyone <laughs> was, were they? <laughs> uh, every once in a while. Um, yeah, no.
0: Yeah. I, I, I don't, I, I'm surprised this, uh the teacher bringing in the chocolate covered cicadas. I, I, I happened to be in finishing up college in 2004. So when I saw the cicadas out and about being in college, you see some weird things. And one thing I did see is someone eating a cicada to win $20, mm-hmm. but that was not, that was not chocolate covered. So I feel like that's a, a significant step <laughs> down in terms of, uh, I, I don't know, being an mm-hmm. or a normal person. Uh, this was not me. I want to, People are going to suspect that I'm talking about a quote unquote, a friend, but no, this was not me. This was an actual friend that I still know today. And who's actually turned into a fully formed adult, but uh, at the time was someone <laughs> who would eat a cicada off the ground. So I'm, I'm curious, uh, you know, with them coming out of the ground, trying to train, are you, Are how are you preparing for that? If you, if you've even, if it's crossed your mind at all?
1: Um, Until you asked me about that, I had no idea that cicadas were a Maryland-Virginia thing. I, like you, thought it was only like Cincinnati in that area, so um, I've not thought about that and uh, hope it doesn't really affect us too much, Yeah. but, um, you know, mosquitoes and all the other little bugs that are around this area
0: Mm.
1: are are also pretty annoying, so... um, We just cover ourselves in bug spray (laughs) and proceed on.
0: So, I don't want to keep you too long on the cicada topic because uh, (laughs) it is extremely strange, this being a a soccer podcast, (laughs) to talk about cicadas. But I do have two more questions. One is who do you think on the team is going to be the most comfortable with this this sudden emergence Mm. of this many cicadas everywhere on every surface outside? Most
1: comfortable. I don't know we're all pretty like <laughs> not scared of bugs but everyone's pretty annoyed by all those right. bugs that are at training um i don't know but i could i would say that richie's probably going to make a fuss about it um okay. <laughs> maybe come up with like a song you know
2: <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. um and, yeah, I don't know. I think we're all just going to be pretty annoyed. Uh,
0: who who do you think is going to deal with it the worst? Who's going to be the most upset when this happens?
1: Hmm. I don't know. I'm curious to see how, like, Kumi and Sayori react.
2: Okay. that's.
1: <laughs> I have yeah. no idea if, if they even know what cicadas are. They'll just probably think America's
0: weird. <laughs> I mean, in in you know, if if that's the... If that's the reaction they have i feel like that's it would be hard to argue um yeah that exactly. these gigantic bugs come out of the ground once every 17 years they don't don't really do anything they can't they're very harmless uh but they are large and have big bright red eyes and then they go away uh and yeah, that's it And their
1: shells are everywhere it's just gross yeah <laughs> so yeah uh can't wait sweet <laughs>
0: I am speaking with Tori Huster. We're speaking. It's it's like the first week, or it's it's April eighth. I was about to say first week of April. That's not factually true. And if the weather's starting to get warm, which means that the time for me to get this uh, these early interviews for this particular show is is running out, Tori, I don't know, um, or I I specifically wanted to pick certain players for this part of the podcast because of the region you grew up in has a commonality with, uh, the DC metro area. Yes. So I guess my first question about it, cause it comes, it comes and goes this, this, uh, topic. So do you have any special memories about the year 2004, uh, growing up in Cincinnati, anything that stands out from that year in your mind?
3: Um, that was my, I was in eighth grade that year. That's when I graduated
1: eighth grade. Mm-hmm. Um,
3: uh i mean the cicadas were disgusting that year <laughs> i would walk home every day and the cicadas were so gross
0: mhm uh so so once again this is the second time out of 2 that someone has figured out right away what i'm what i'm asking about this is this is an episode about cicadas Seriously? um i yeah i i feel like a lot of players are going to not have any idea that the cicadas are coming and it's going to be kind of kind of amusing to see the reaction People are just not Wait, necessarily. Are they coming this year? Yeah, they're they're they this year. It's no. not. It's like a month or so, I think, before they're supposed to be everywhere. No way. Yeah, oh, I think. Oh
3: gosh, I did not know that.
0: You, you you do not sound excited about the cicada's arrival.
3: No, they're seriously so <laughs> disgusting, and they shed their shell or whatever it's called um and they'll still be like on the plants so you don't know Mm -hmm. if that's a real cicada or not and like people at recess would eat them and i had no idea that this is what you're going to talk about (laughs) they're Uh, so gross so they i i did not know they were in this area i'm not excited
0: uh uh See, this is it's funny because I didn't know that they happened in Cincinnati, but someone else from Black and Red United grew up there. And he was saying he's like, yeah, they also happened in Cincinnati. And I saw a map and I was like, oh, how about that? They actually it's like the two places that this set of cicadas, this brood X happens in is like that region of Ohio. And then the general DMV uh, is is. That's it. It's the rest of the world doesn't really get them. They get other kinds, but not this seventeen-year set. Um, Oh,
3: so it's seventeen years from
0: yeah.
3: Oh my gosh, ew. Um, Wait, Aubrey got got, Aubrey got it too. Like she had recollection of
0: her her first memory. Her first memory when I asked about two thousand four was about there being cicadas.
3: Um, Yeah, I have a vivid memory of walking home and a cicada fell on me, like jumped on me from a a tree. I didn't have a long walk, but mm-hmm. um it jumped off of a limb onto me and the road was right there and I remember yeah, like, no. <laughs> you,
0: you you uh it's funny because you, you mentioned that you saw some other kids at school uh eating the cicadas. Uh-huh. And This came up. uh, Aubrey said she had a science teacher that prepared them and and, um, put chocolate on, like, baked them and put chocolate on them, I think is what it was. Um, Oh, my goodness. And offered them up. I I don't know if there were any takers. I did not. I, I do not think she ate one. I think she was not interested in that particular, that option. It sounds like you were also not, not even close to being the kid that was like, I'll eat the cicada
3: yeah no i is i don't even know those kids like mm-hmm. how do they get to that point i maybe yeah i could see maybe joanna loman wanting to okay. have some potatoes but anybody else on our team even now i don't like to tell them that you can eat them i think i'm a little embarrassed <laughs> but i know that
0: so i i know um this is almost just advice because i know you have a dog um, I do. Yeah. And when the 2004 cicadas came, my mom told me her dog at the time, for him, it was like every single one of them, he reacted to it like it was just uh, like a dog treat. And so he wanted to eat every cicada. So I don't, I don't know uh, what, if there's like a specific kind of dog that, that wants to eat them or if it's just sort of, uh, you know, some, some of them do and some of them don't, but maybe, maybe watch (laughs) out. Your dog might be trying to get cicadas. It might be yeah, trying. Yeah, I might them. not
3: have to buy treats.
0: <laughs> that's a yeah. Bit. It's a it's a savings, right? You can save a little Great. money because there there are trillions of them just right outside your door. Um,
3: I, I will financially benefit from this.
0: <laughs> <laughs> perfect. This is this is like the most positive outcome I think uh, for this <laughs> weird and strange thing that's about to happen to all of us. I I do want to know. You said you know maybe maybe Joanna Lohman would be equipped to deal with this the best. Um, Yeah. Who on the team do you think is maybe going to be more on the, on the current team, on the current roster, who is maybe more equipped to be curious about this rather than really disgusted by it?
3: Um, I think Anna Helferty will be, um fine with it i think she was mm-hmm. a biology major so she's probably okay. gonna like grab grab a few and dissect a few um mm-hmm. maybe she'll eat them i don't know but i could <laughs> see her being totally I'm, fine with it I, I am
0: now gonna have to ask her specifically about whether she plans on eating one or not
3: yeah <laughs> <laughs> well i think she i think she might be from the area so maybe yeah she's experienced them
0: yeah she she's another she's another player i want to get uh I, I i would hope to get her before they emerge um mm-hmm. the fa- i didn't know she was a biology major or had that interest so it, it might already be something that she is thinking about or or reading articles about or or anticipating i know yeah. she's she's young enough where she might not remember um the last Very round i i was thinking about this earlier that when i was i was five when the set that came out in the 80s was out there and it okay. it stuck with me um despite mm-hmm. it being so far back i was just like i remember there were cicadas everywhere and it was it i was definitely in the not necessarily super excited about having cicadas like on me or in my hands but i wanted to know more about what was occurring um mm-hmm. but i i don't know if everyone's going to remember something that's that far back it might just get forgotten but i I'm now I'm curious what she's going to think. But I also want to ask. I think Mm -hmm, think she will
3: have been five as well in 2004. If I'm, I think they're either, she was born in 99 or 98. So she'll be right around that same age.
0: This is, this is turning. She's turning out to be maybe the the perfect player. I think when I sequence this, it's going to have to be, (laughs) I feel like her, whatever, whenever I talk to hers is going to have to come right after this. uh, Whenever I put these in some kind of order. My my other question that I'm gonna try and ask everyone is who on the team do you think is going to be the least enthusiastic about the presence of these cicadas?
4: Oh gosh.
3: Um I would say I don't I don't think Natalie is going to be thrilled. Mm-hmm. Matt Jacobs. Yeah. Um I could see Ashley Sanchez also not being super excited. Um mm-hmm. Kumi is always a little dramatic about things, and she obviously is from Japan, so Mm -hmm. I don't think she's gonna ever have even heard about cicadas.
1: Um, Who else? Yeah, I would probably say I could hear I can hear
3: Nat screaming already about (laughs) cicadas flying near her, for sure. Which
0: uh, I feel like there will be at least the way I'm imagining it, there will be a training session when they've started to emerge, but they haven't really engulfed us yet. Um, mm-hmm. And seeing them just like that is going to be bad enough. But then coming out, you know, a week later and just you look out and the sky is almost black with cicadas um, is is probably, I, I, I'm I wondering how, how you guys are going to deal with training in it. If, if there's like so many of them, like, what do you do? I, I don't know what can be done to deal with it. oh my god,
3: I'm getting the heebie-jeebies right now (laughs) my (laughs) skin is crawling I don't know I I struggle with like the gnats at training at the Mm -hmm. at the plex for the last eight years so to think about a bug that's 100 times bigger than a gnat I I am I don't know maybe we canceled training (laughs) I'm not (laughs) sure
0: well Tori I'm I'm, I guess I'm sorry that I made you think about cicadas
5: uh okay
0: (laughs) But I do appreciate that you are willing to 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 talk about uh, to relive whatever this is going to be, however bad this is going to get. I I think we've still got some time, but I read something about how once the soil gets to a certain temperature far enough under the ground, they start to hatch. And it, today is fairly sunny and warm. So I think we're, we're we're running out of time before this this starts to hit us.
3: Lovely. That is good to know. I'm, I actually, I appreciate the heads up, even though this podcast is a surprise. um, (laughs) I do feel like I'm a little more mentally prepared, so to speak. So um, I'll have to, I'll have to see how the dog reacts. That should be very interesting.
0: All right. It's, it's May 4th and I'm speaking with Anna Halfordy. You, by now you've hopefully heard the episode where we talked about the normal plexweather stuff. Um this episode, if you've listened this far, you know it's not very normal. Anna, I I was specifically told by uh Tory Huster to bring you on to discuss the subject of this episode, which is our region is now engulfed in cicadas. Um there are there are cicadas everywhere by now. And uh, I believe Tori mentioned that you have some biology background uh, from college. Is that accurate?
6: <laughs> yes, I study okay. biology. Yes.
0: So I, I don't know if that necessarily lends itself to any more cicada expertise than any of any of the rest of us have had so far <laughs> on this. Um, but I am curious, uh, being from the area as well, I, I wanted to make sure I was speaking to you anyway, because you might have memories of. Seeing the cicadas previously, um, yes, so I guess we'll start there. uh, what do you remember about you know being being a kid, and all of a sudden, inexplicably, there are just cicadas all over everything for about a month or so,
6: yeah, I mean, as a kid, I was kind of like not afraid of bugs mm-hmm. out being the outdoors in the mud, so I do remember it, and a lot of my main memory that comes to mind is just. All the the shell casings of them left behind mm-hmm. in the grass. Just every step you took, crunch, crunch. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I didn't eat any. I I've heard stories of some people
0: would eat okay. them,
6: so I didn't partake in that. But I definitely remember them coming.
0: So so because because I've recorded this over, I think this this is about a month of doing these, and at first I think. I reading between the lines, I get the feeling that no one was discussing the possibility of cicadas. But since then, Tori and Aubrey both have they did not eat any cicadas, but they had childhood memories of seeing somebody else either eating them or or mm-hmm. presenting them as as a food option. Um, but now now it seems like maybe they're start. it's starting to come up a little bit. The prospect of people eating cicadas Um it wasn't necessarily part of my plan to ask whether people were going to eat cicadas, but since it has come up enough times, I'm curious if you had to guess someone on the team that is the most likely to end up eating a cicada, who would you who would you imagine is the most likely person to try and do this?
6: I would maybe say Devin. Okay. Um, She has pulled some pranks with some worms. I know a lot of people on the team are afraid of worms, so mm. she just comes to mind because she would pick up a worm and mm. put it in people's face so she might eat a cicada
0: maybe okay and who, to who do you think is going to deal with this the worst the the fact that everything was more or less normal and then all of a sudden we ended up with i don't know billions possibly trillions of cicadas all over everything
6: yeah i mean that's a hard one to pick with this team but mm. Honestly, maybe Trinity, just because she's been one of the Devon's targets for the worms. Okay. So she's pretty skittish with bugs. Yeah. So I would maybe say Trinity.
0: So, so I'm curious, uh, have Have you been thinking about the cicadas, the fact that you've been exposed to them before you're from, you know, from being from around here? I think it's around here and Southern Ohio, the Cincinnati area are the only two regions that get this uh brood x every 17 years so i'm curious was this on your mind at all that that oh you know later this season we're going to be training and it's going to be you know cicadas are going to be a factor for for us for at least a little while
6: i can't say i have but when you put it that way i mean maybe <laughs> i should have been preparing more for this the cicadas coming
0: mm-hmm. um, i mean
6: they're going to be over all over the field so right
0: um I I mean I don't know I I'm trying to remember when the the two times cuz I'm old enough that I've seen now two cicadas like well, I'm trying to remember like what what could I have done but I think it just so happened that I was too young to to be really having to work around uh training with them as a kid and then after you know I was in college the second time and that was I was not playing collegiate soccer so it was kind of like well if it's inconvenient we'll just not do something um so I, i'm trying to remember trying to work around it and i i don't even know what i could suggest as a as a workaround uh is there anything yeah i have nothing
6: i would say wear shoes okay um that'd be one i mean i don't know if a rake would pick them up okay if you <laughs> little, put them in a little pile or something. But yeah, uh, I don't know.
0: <laughs> yeah, that, that could, um, I mean, there could be something to that. I, I remember them being pretty, you know, as far as insects go, they were not exactly, you know, hard to, if you wanted a cicada to not be on you, it wasn't like a, you don't have to panic. It's not like a, a bee or a wasp where it's going to sting you or bite you. They don't even fly very fast. They're just sort of very easy to like grab and remove or brush off yeah. of something. Uh so maybe maybe raking them actually is viable. <laughs> um I, I don't know. I'm thinking
6: of like the carcasses, but yeah. Mm-hmm. I think yeah, they're not very they don't like bother you much. You don't have to worry about them. So mm-hmm. I guess just carry on as best as you can. <laughs>
0: that's uh that's probably that's probably good advice that's probably the first piece of advice that anyone has had on this episode uh this this cicada focused episode that they really don't know it, like as weird as it is you don't have to necessarily be worried about them because they can't really do anything They they don't really have much of a, a purpose it's just a weird thing that happens <laughs> um, yeah
6: they just hang around
0: uh, so, so I'm curious. I do have to bring up um, for, from a uh, biology background. Is there anything that that occurs to you that that is specifically interesting or otherwise worth noting about the cicadas that uh, that maybe the other players that that don't have that background might not might it might not occur to them?
6: Wow, this might be sad, but I don't I don't know if I have any. <laughs> Okay. extra knowledge i mean i know that they come like every 13 years or 17 13 to mm. 17 mm. they can be bad for plants i know that um in certain areas i don't think in the u.s there's it's more like crops they can um kind of be like a pest um and kill them but i don't know if i think that's all i have <laughs> Unfortunately.
0: well that's, no that's all right um it's uh it's a strange subject to uh have to have to talk <laughs> about and, and and to have offered as a surprise i very thankful that anyone's willing to even uh even go beyond like oh, this is about cicadas all right we are done here uh so, <laughs> uh
6: yeah i'm gonna go read up on cicadas now.
0: Okay. Yeah, I think I think that's also a recurring theme. Is is people are like, oh, the cicadas are coming. I, I guess we should learn. I should be prepared for something. <laughs> um, so I, I'm I'm speaking with Jordan DiBiase, and we're speaking on May 24th. And you've listened this far into this episode, so you know the topic of the show. The cicadas are now out. Uh, they're everywhere. <laughs> So, Jordan, you're the first person from the team, first player I've spoken to since they really started to emerge for real. How are you feeling? It just any any feeling you have about the cicadas is completely on board here. I No, no restrictions. What, are your, what is your reaction to this situation?
7: Um, I don't mind them when they're, like, not on me or near me. Like, okay. if they're on the tree away, I'm okay. But if they like kind of get close to me, like yesterday, um, I was with this uh, little boy and he wanted to throw one at me. And I was like, ooh, they kind of freaked me out. I'm, I'm not about that. Okay. <laughs> like, no, they can stay away. Um, I heard a really, uh, my PT, he was telling me how his daughter's team, they're like six years old and the girls, uh, all the cicadas, they like must've just hatched or something. So they were mm-hmm. on the ground they're supposed to play, and they were too scared to play there. They didn't want to step on them, so they wouldn't play. Okay, <laughs> and I feel kind of like that. I think that's how I yeah. feel, too,
0: about <laughs> So we're talking about a potential, uh, instead of, a, like, a lightning delay, we're talking about a cicada delay. Uh, Are you serious? I I, I mean, uh, if, you, if you don't want to play while they're on the field, uh,
7: oh, I, you oh, never yeah. know. <laughs> I might have to tough it out, but I would not like it. <laughs> very much
0: <laughs> i think it, it's it's you know I, I in speaking with tori one thing because she in cincinnati growing up that's one of the areas that the, these same cicadas come out of here and there basically and one of uh-huh. her memories was walking down the street and having to like deal with the number of uh the shells the discarded shells everywhere so i think it's it's interesting that there's this like common link of Trying not to step on them. If you'd you'd rather not have to step on them all the time, if you could avoid it.
7: Yeah, and I'm kind of a newbie to the cicadas. We don't yeah. have those in Colorado, so um, check back with me in like two weeks, and I'll let you know my thoughts more okay. concretely.
0: Okay. Uh, I I I might actually take you up on that um, because <laughs> the, this this I'm doing a whole episode that's just entirely about the cicadas. Um,
2: <laughs> that's so, awesome.
0: Uh I guess my 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 one other question since you know it it's still new so maybe nothing's happened yet um ha- is anybody having a good or specifically good reaction or specifically bad reaction to the cicadas?
1: Um
7: I don't think they're bad enough where we are yet.
0: Okay. Like
7: I really noticed them and then I went to Falls Church yesterday and they were all over. Okay. Like, what is going on? So <laughs> Um, I can't say anyone's had like any sort of reaction quite yet. Um, Mm -hmm. but again, two weeks, check back in with me and I'll give you the inside
0: scoop. Now joined by Andy Sullivan. Uh, Andy, thank you for coming back on to join. What is a, a mystery show for you at this point? Um, because I've been keeping everyone in the dark until I start asking them questions. I'm going to try this again. I, I assume that you're going to figure it out very quickly because I, I thought this was going to be difficult to figure out, but then people have figured it out right away. Is there anything you remember? You, you being being from the area, this is one of the reasons I wanted to talk to you. Uh, we're now it's like late April when we're talking, so I wanted to get you before the whole thing happens. Being from the region, do you have any memories from 2004 that stand out?
8: Oh gosh. Do I have any memories from 2004? Um, I'm terrible with years, Mm -hmm. dates associated for things. Uh, how old am I now? It's 2021, I'm 25. Oh, okay. I'm just going to say no at the moment. I'm not as quick as Aubrey.
0: Maybe maybe it's just a uh, an issue with the uh, with dates. The reason the reason I asked them and I'm I'm asking you this early in the year is that we're probably judging by the weather, like a, a two or three weeks from when the cicadas start to emerge.
8: Oh, <laughs> oh gosh. Okay, yeah. Then yeah, I have some memories from okay. two thousand and four.
0: I guess I I'm kind of spoiling what uh, Aubrey and Tori told me, but um, do you have any memories of people trying to eat the cicadas? Cause uh, they both had tales of people. They did not eat them. I want to defend them. They, it was not them eating cicadas, but they were witnesses to uh, cicadas being presented as food.
8: Ooh, um, I will join along and say, I have not eaten a cicada. Okay. Um, nor will I be interested in eating a cicada anytime soon. Um <laughs> I don't have like a vivid memory of people trying to eat them. Like I feel mm-hmm. like the most, uh just the sounds, and like just them littering the sidewalk of like the cul de sac where I grew up. Not just the, mm-hmm. not just the sidewalk, but like every step.
0: Yes. <laughs> okay, I'm kind of relieved because you know they they grew up in Cincinnati, and I was starting to wonder if this is like, uh, you know, maybe it's a Cincinnati thing to try and prepare cicadas. Uh, as food. I know my own personal experience in 2004 was I I was at the University of Maryland at the time. And so being in college, you're surrounded by some fairly reckless uh, decision makers uh, in your peer group. And I definitely did witness some people eating cicadas. I didn't join them. I feel like I'm in good company. That that we don't have so far, anyone on the team. I'm going to like eventually. I'm going to find out if somebody does decide to eat one. I I have to hear about that. I think. But
8: would Um, you would you for like a a dollar amount?
0: Um, I mean, eventually, (laughs) but it would be a pretty high dollar amount. I feel like. But the the speaking of that, my my one most vivid memory of the cicadas in college was watching someone eat one for Um, twenty dollars.
8: I think twenty dollars is a little low. Yes. In college, in college, I respect it. I think that you know could could work out potentially. Sure. But um, yeah, I don't know what my you know tipping point price would be. But
0: mm-hmm. well, I mean, I hope I hope that when this comes out, if if any of the other players on the team listen, they don't circle back and start trying to find out the actual number, because then that starts to get into a situation where maybe you're now on the record. Saying as being as being possibly willing theoretically willing um I to give it a think, shot
8: i think that there are whoever's paying there are definitely players on the team who would do it before me like do it for a lower asking price
0: are, are there are there players you're willing to name as uh players you suspect uh is in that group
8: let me think about it um who would do that? I feel like Sam Staub okay. would do it just because she kind of is very flexible, pretty, pretty chill. Mm-hmm. But I could also see her just being like, that's gross. So I unsure on that one. But she might be my first pick because she's just kind of the most daring.
0: Mm-hmm.
8: Um Paige similarly would probably want to do it just to say that she did it. Okay. That we that we didn't. <laughs> um and then she would flex after
0: okay Um, (laughs) well it is it is to be fair a show of strength i feel like maybe intestinal fortitude
8: Mm. i i feel like it i don't even know if it would really bother your stomach that much it would more just be the act of of eating it but i have to confess i've been watching um survivor lately like old survivor Mm -hmm. and I feel like that would lower my asking price almost
0: <laughs> it's it's conditioning you to uh, be like to, yeah to,
8: why not eat it it's fine
0: uh, well I was telling I was telling Tori um, I actually don't remember if I told her this while we were recording or not, but my parents' dog uh, back in in 2004 just thought just saw every single cicada as like a the equivalent of like a dog biscuit. So I I know Tori has a dog, so it's kind of like a fair warning that her dog yeah. might be just trying to eat all of the cicadas. She's like, I guess I'm gonna have to keep an eye out. Oh, I um, that. yeah. I I think it's like a very mixed reaction. Some dogs are like, these are all food, and some dogs are like, ah, this isn't for me. Yeah. Um, which are there? I mean, I to be fair to dogs, I don't know how they're supposed to know what's going on either because yeah. the cicadas are an extremely strange thing to have happening. Um. <sighs> I do, I do have to ask, I've kind of got an idea of who you think is going to deal with this the best given the the list of players who are maybe prospective uh, candidates to try and eat one. I, and, I, and I don't want to come across like I want someone to eat one. Um, I just if someone does, I would like to know, I think is, okay. is my, my standard here. Um, but if no, if no one does, I'll think, you know what, I'm not eating one either. So I feel like we're all on the same page here.
8: I'm guessing um, if someone does eat it, there will probably be video evidence so
0: okay i'll I'll contact the team for sure <laughs> uh, to make sure i'm I'm in the loop so so I've got you know I think you've kind of given some names of people who I think it seems like they're gonna handle it without being too weirded out. Who do you think on the team is going to be like what on earth is going on? How is um, this happening?
8: um I think a lot of the California girls will struggle. Mm-hmm. Um my the first name that popped into my head was Nat Jacobs.
0: Okay. Um, this is a, a theme now. Uh oh, this really? is, <laughs> Yes. I, I believe the first the first name on Tori's list as well.
8: I don't I've I don't know if there've been other bug issues in the past and so mm-hmm. that I'm like kind of primed to say that. Because I feel like there have been, but I could be misremembering mis- who. Um mm-hmm. yes yeah, so I think and I think Tegan would also be pretty grossed out. Mm-hmm. Um sanchez so yeah my first thought just goes to california because they have but sam's also a california girl so that's kind of an outlier but i just mm-hmm. think california is pretty pretty perfect place to grow up not a lot of adverse weather or situational conditions i guess mm-hmm.
2: um,
8: so that those are the first names that pop into my head
0: okay that that makes i mean i i feel like it's kind of They sound like reasonable guesses, but it's also such a strange thing to happen that it's a complete variable because all of a sudden these large bugs with big red eyes are everywhere. And I assume most people are just not going to know that they're even coming.
8: Yeah. And even like I knew that they were coming back,
0: Mm.
2: but
8: I think I have kind of buried it deep in my head. And now as we're talking about it, I'm thinking about it retrospectively and ignoring Mm -hmm. the fact that they are coming again because when you every time you say kind of like oh these cicadas I'm just like cringing (laughs) uh is it gonna be as bad as it was then because I remember it was just gross it was bad Mm -hmm. oh so I just (laughs) kind of now. Really about it
0: I I I apologize if it's (laughs) if it's it's just gonna like stick in your head now um I, I was wondering also just the the aspect of of trying to train in it because I know training at the plex the the backfield there there was always um, it always seemed like any time I showed up to talk to players after training there was a big uh like a big set of gnats trying to get at everyone Definitely. um and this is like kind of it's the same except they're all just much bigger which I feel like is not not the best thing for training
8: oh gosh and I don't. I don't remember trying to play soccer during the time of cicadas. Mm -hmm. I remember like playing outside, but I am very (laughs) curious to how it will go. Cause they'll just be on the ground everywhere. They'll be flying everywhere. I just, it's gonna be interesting for sure. We're gonna have to, oh gosh, I don't know.
0: (laughs) I don't know. I, I we're talking now, we're talking before the schedule for the regular season has come out. I, I don't know that if the league has taken this into consideration or not, if they've scheduled uh, home games during, I don't even, I, I actually should probably know how long they're supposed to be out. I haven't really looked at that at all. I've just been focused on when are they going to show <laughs> up? And I was then ask
8: you, do you know how long they'll be out?
0: Uh, what I remember is that it was only a couple of weeks before they they started to tail off. Uh, But, I mean, it's 17 years. I could be turning, like, a solid month into a few days. I I don't know anymore. Um, (laughs) So, yeah, I hope it's not too long, because it it did. I do remember it getting old. Um, I have a memory of getting hit buy one while I was driving I had my windows down and one just flew into the car and hit me in the face and I was like all right I'm over this
6: yeah this, that's it, enough. That, makes,
8: that's, that makes sense uh it, it
0: wasn't even it wasn't even like a big dramatic thing there was no like swerving or anything it's just it hit me and I, I managed to like brush it off of me back out the window real quick but it was like okay this is enough uh I'm now Maybe having to worry about my own personal safety, not because cicadas can actually hurt you themselves, but you know, they are large flying uh, with no particular goal. Uh, they're just sort of aimlessly flying everywhere. So, yeah, uh, I hope. Um, I guess, I guess that's one thing is that uh, everyone on the team, I hope they have good. Um, my car at that time did not have a good air conditioner, so might be a good time to stick with the windows up policy for a while. Um, You're-
8: you have inspired me. I know what I'm going to be doing the rest of the day now. Like research yeah. it. how long the seed is out. What's just certain strategies okay. to mitigate
0: <laughs> the risk. Cicada mitigation, I, I like it. That's that's the the kind of preparation I, I feel like is, is not a surprise. Um, and now you've got some time. You've got probably at least two or three weeks, um, it seems like. Yep. Soon. All right. It's uh, it's it's mid June. It's June seventeenth. I'm speaking with Ashley Sanchez. Ashley, I I wanted you to be on this this show, this specific episode because it's an episode about uh, the team and their experiences with uh, cicadas. And oh everyone everyone that I spoke to, I asked you know who is not going to have positive things to say about the cicadas, and your name came up. You and Natalie Jacobs came up quite a bit. Um, yeah. So. <laughs> I had to ask. I had to. I had to talk to you about it before the cicadas are completely gone. What were were you prepared for there to even be cicadas, or was it a surprise?
5: Um. Yeah, it was a surprise. I had no idea that that was real.
2: Mm-hmm.
5: I was in the dentist chair, literally mm-hmm. maybe a week before they came out for good, and. This, this assistant to the dentist was, you know, telling me about it. And I was like, Oh, so like, you know, what what do I do? And she's like, Oh, just, you know, bring an umbrella outside, she was making it sound like it was going to cover the sun. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, I play soccer, so I can't really have an umbrella when I'm outside. And then I, nothing happened. So I was like, you know, there's a big date that this come out, at? you know, whatever. And then you know, one day I'm just driving and I'm hitting 20 of them <laughs> with my brand new car. And I'm like, each mm-hmm. one, I'm like cringing because I can, I'm like watching them and I'm trying to, you know, swerve around them. And then I'm like, wait, Ashley, you're on the freeway. You're going to get in a car crash. And then, you know, we're training or just walking around. They just like, go, they like to go in my hair.
0: Mm-hmm.
5: And, you know, they make really gross sounds. So, yeah, I'm just like not a fan of them at all.
0: Yeah. I, I, I. Uh, um after the last game after uh you guys played Orlando when I was driving home I had to stop and get gas and one uh quite literally just was flying along and hit me directly in the side of the head and it didn't even so much like it didn't land it just sort of bumped and then continued flying on in its new direction so it didn't even have like a plan about what it was doing it was just sort of like flying straight and It hit me and it started flying up and it was like oh, I guess I'm going straight up into the air now <laughs> so are, I was almost
5: they are really not smart bugs
0: yeah, there's oh. not a lot going on. Um, there's a lot of flying in a straight line until you hit something, or landing on yeah. a tree and just like, well, I guess I'm on, just hanging out by this tree today. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I I was telling um, Jordan DiBiase that uh, I spoke to her about this, and it one of them interrupted. I was on a national team conference call, and they it flew into my car and it interrupted that. So I've had my my cicada run-ins, I think. But yeah, they they're above all strange uh i I don't know if you have any comparable uh anything that you can remember that's even remotely comparable to your cicada experiences this year wait what was that uh do you you have anything that that's like remotely comparable to this like anything that you're like this reminds me of uh the cicadas
5: oh no there's nothing like them yeah (laughs) they're very creepy and i can't wait for them to be gone (laughs)
0: We're almost, we're almost through it, but I think it's only a couple more weeks. I noticed that, I don't know how loud they've gotten out by where you live. I know by me, it was extremely loud, and now it's become much more quiet lately. So uh, I think we're almost to the end of the, the cicada era for another 17 years.
5: Yeah, once we had that rainstorm a couple of days ago, I hadn't seen any knock on wood. So I'm mm-hmm. hoping that the rain just like washed them away, and now they're underground again. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's that's just my hopes.
0: <laughs> so uh, I guess I will I, I will ask you: um who, Is it you or Natalie that has had the worst experience with them, or is it somebody else?
5: Oh, I don't know anyone that's had had more than honestly <laughs> Tara too. Me mm-hmm. and Tara, we're driving. We've just had really bad experiences. But someone I want to say it got in their car and I can't remember who it was, but it was flying mm-hmm. around their car. <laughs> ah, And I don't, I can't remember who it was, but I just remember they were traumatized.
0: Yeah. Uh, Cause they're, they're so loud and you, and you know, it's just, you have that like instinct of like, this is a bug inside my car. It's flying around. I don't want this. Yeah. Um, that's a lot to deal with. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, I hope, I hope you get through the rest of the cicada era here without uh, any more up close interactions? None of them in your car. It it sounds like that's that's maybe like top priority is just not having them that close to you at this point. Yeah, yeah,
5: I would definitely enjoy
0: that. This is June tenth, and about two weeks ago, almost two weeks exactly, I was speaking with Jordan DiBiase. She is now back on with me again uh, for the Cicada update segment of this this podcast, Jordan. How are you doing? How how are you doing it with regards to the cicadas?
7: <laughs> uh I oh, I'm actually uh driving and one just hit my windshield, so that's <laughs> kinda how it's going. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. That sounds <laughs> uh, about right.
7: <laughs> yeah. They're around here again. I I think when we talked before they weren't quite here yet, like where we're living. Um and now they're very much here. My Dewey he mm-hmm. really likes, like, they, they move, and so he always wants to fight them. And so he mm-hmm. chases them, gets them, and then decides he doesn't want it in his mouth and spits <laughs> it out, which I'm really glad he spits it out. I heard they can make him sick, but, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm like, can they stop? It's driving him crazy, which then is a little crazy.
0: I, I like the idea that it, it this keeps happening, where, where Dewey is like, oh, what's that? And grabs one, and then is like, oh, I don't want this.
7: It's never ending. We like can't walk anymore because he gets so distracted. I'm like, oh, okay. Oh,
0: See,
7: you told me you had a cicada oh. encounter. I want to hear yours.
0: Okay, so mine was um uh yesterday I ha- I had to take the some of the stuff that I actually um spilled coffee on while recording this po- a different episode of this podcast with some old, like, empty computer shells, that kind of thing. And I, I had been thinking to myself I was going to keep all this stuff and build a computer out of it. And I was like, you know what? Like, there's there's now dried cold brew on the inside. This this thing's got to go. So I took it to the dump, and I was coming back, and I got kind of delayed, and I wasn't going to make it home in time for Vlatko Andonovsky's media call uh, before tonight's uh, national team game. And so I was like, oh, I got to find a place to pull over and get on the internet so I can get on the zoom and join the call. So I pulled over at a Starbucks. I just parked next to the Starbucks, got on their internet and was taking the call from outside. And during the call, I was like, I have a question. So I put my hand up in the zoom and I'm waiting to get called on. And I'm noticing that it hadn't crossed my mind yet, but I started to notice that like there are a lot of cicadas around and I'm on this call and my, I'm, I'm sitting in my car, but my windows are open. And I'm like, oh my God. a, a cicada is going to fly in while I'm while I'm trying to ask a question. Now, fortunately, that didn't happen. I got my question in and got it asked and got muted again. But it was like it was all just in the nick of time, because within 10 seconds of the end of Vlatko answering my question, I had a cicada fly in and land on me. And then I, so then I was like, well, maybe if I get out and walk around, I have a lower odds of being trapped in a enclosed space with a cicada because it's still surprising. You know that they're around, but it's still, you know, it's a large bug that all of a sudden might be making a noise near you and you didn't realize it was there. And I'm still on this call. So I don't want to be like trying to speak and also fighting a cicada uh, inside my car. Um, So I got out. And at that point I was just like, I got hit by three or four while I was just standing around in this, this parking lot. So that's my latest that the cicadas are now impacting uh, my coverage of soccer. They are interfering to that degree.
7: That is uh, so funny. Oh man, I'm sorry. Hey, at yeah. least you got your question off without it hitting you. You were I muted. Was... So you didn't, I didn't hear
3: the scream and the startle.
0: Right, I'm right. Well, land. I, I, I think the people in the, the, the Starbucks drive through probably saw me at one point trying to like frantically brush the cicada away. So they at least got a little bit of a show. I'm sure that I hope they had the some That is the funny part. Um, I
7: crack up. I'm not my roommate. Um, mm-hmm. She has a puka, so we'll walk them together. Uh, <laughs> she hates cicadas, and so if they ever get closer, she freaks out and like jumps away, and it mm-hmm. makes me laugh. Every
3: time.
0: This is a. This is kind of a. I, I, I think. That needs to be my next step is is, is speaking with her and, and with uh, Ashley Sanchez. I've heard it seems like almost unanimous that those are the, the people who are handling this the least well. The emergence of the cicadas that that, that there was an expectation down, you know, back in in uh, early May that they would not be happy about this. So I, I, <laughs> well, I
7: have to. bought a brand new car and so mm-hmm. trying to dodge them on our way to practice and it's just. Too hard not to. They drop yeah. like flies. They like boom off the windshield. And I think like the new car must attract them more than
0: older <laughs> cars because
7: she gets a punch on the windshield. How
0: has how has training been now that they're out and everywhere?
7: Um, they haven't been too like uh so. Our training said I don't actually notice them. Mm-hmm. Um, notice them the most. Right behind where we live, it's like really, really noisy, and then, in like random pockets, like you just can't hear anything. It's so loud. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's like where I'm noticing it's usually when I'm like with Dewey outside. I don't notice' yeah. that I didn't notice on at Audi this weekend either. Um, I don't know, yeah, I think that it's like really random where are they like bad? Are they supposed to be bad at on fields? Hopefully uh, not. I hope that doesn't happen.
0: It hasn't been a thing. I hope I'm not jinxing us. Uh, well, yeah, I hope you're not jinxing it either. I, I don't think it's supposed to be bad though um, because I think they they do prefer trees. So a field is necessarily, they're going to kind of not be out in the middle of it, but they also seem really bad at going where they, like They there's not a lot of planning when a cicada is flying around. It feels like they're just sort of flying along and if they run into something like, oh, I ran into this and that's, that's the end of it for yeah,
7: for them. Big bugs with big eyes they're pretty blind so i was like those yeah. eyes must not see very well uh that is true that must be why there's a bunch of trees by where we live but there aren't really many by like our uh, rfk or audi so right i like it we planned well the spirit <laughs> yeah. Were to-
0: yeah uh well uh full credit to the team for for planning uh <laughs> a year's worth or at least a few months worth of training are around cicada avoidance and, and having that plan come to fruition.
7: Seriously.
0: Well, I think, I think that's it uh, for the cicada update. Is there, is there any other cicada experiences you've had now that they're out that, uh, that you can recall?
7: Nothing crazy. It's the, when they hop on you, like unexpectedly <laughs> and it kind of startles mm-hmm. you or I think I was with, um, a staff member and it like one was in her hair and she didn't know.
2: And it was really funny, but I, yeah,
7: nothing, uh, too extreme. It's Hmm. Dewey. Dewey's daily encounter with the cicadas.
2: (laughs) Yeah. I, I I understand the struggle.
7: Yeah.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Uh.
0: All right. So this is, this is the last segment of this show. It's now, it's now mid-July, so the cicada madness has passed. Uh, we're through it. So the loud uh, singing of the cicadas is not a part of our lives anymore. I've got uh, Paige Nielsen is is on with me. Um, I guess I'm looking for like a a retrospective on living through what I assume. Uh, I don't know for sure for you, but it was this your first ever uh, cicada season.
4: Um, it is. Not. Okay. Uh, I've been here for three years, but I've also had a lot of cicadas where I grew up. Mm-hmm. Um but I didn't really notice how bad it was until this year, where it was only like two weeks where mm-hmm. or maybe three weeks where they were everywhere. They were <laughs> and then all of a sudden they're all gone. Like I yeah. I've never really noticed that
0: much. <laughs> yeah, that's that's our, our very weird uh brood X uh cicada that comes out every 17 years, um, and so yeah, we we won't get you won't see very many of them again for a very long time. I, I guess in uh, 2038, if this podcast is still going, we can revisit the the height of this thing. But I, I'm curious. You know, we just talked about uh, how you are a stepmom to a dog. How did your dog react to the presence of all these cicadas? Because I know, speaking with some of the other players that have dogs, it's been It's been a thing that the dogs have been a little, maybe too interested in the cicadas.
4: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, there, they'd be like 20 and maybe a a piece of square cement on the sidewalk and Mm -hmm. she would try and play or eat them all at one Mm -hmm. sitting. I don't know. Um, It was really, really hard to walk my dog with the cicadas everywhere. Yeah. Uh, She's pulling me all around. What's what's even worse though is the like suicidal cicadas on on my car. Mm-hmm. Like I <laughs> I drive a lot for training, like an hour each way sometimes, and mm-hmm. I would have to get a car wash like every other day cuz there'd be like 30 cicadas on my windshield. Mm-hmm. I I feel bad, but there's nothing I can do, you know. Right.
0: Um I I think uh I asked ashley sanchez about this and she was talking about how she was driving and one uh she could see one coming and she thought briefly about like swerving to avoid it and then was like well that's a bad idea so she just had to have it bounce off her windshield and and just deal with uh i think what apparently was a brand new car getting decked with cicadas but that is that's the way of things Uh, they (laughs) the cicadas don't know how to avoid anything um and so yeah, I think all of our, our collective cars are all... Uh, I mean, my car is usually fairly dirty anyway, but um, the outside at least... Uh, yeah, so the cicadas hitting off of it was another level, but also, like, I was I was on some level prepared as a local. I lived through this one <laughs> before, but it was interesting to hear some of the players who were like, yeah, I've never seen anything like this in my life. You know, you mentioned growing up in an area where there, there were some kind of cicadas. Were they very similar to these or was it like just kind of the same except, uh, out here instead of out there?
4: Uh, yeah, it was in Nebraska. I remember Mm I was a kid, um, they were all over and it was kind of the same like cicada season where they were there all on the trees and some, some, how they like all disappeared. So Mm -hmm. I don't know if it was like the same kind of cicada season or, um, but I remember, I remember them because my, my yellow lab back in the day, with, like crash through our, my, uh, <laughs> my window screen mm. door. It was like ground level just mm. to like go with these cicadas. So <laughs> that's, that's a really big...
0: That's a, a, a level of enthusiasm that I haven't heard yet. I know people's dogs have wanted to eat them, but I haven't heard that level of what ha- having like, it, it's so urgent to get out there right now and eat the cicadas. Um, that's, right. that's pretty impressive. <laughs> right. I I, in speaking with Tori and Aubrey, because Cincinnati also gets this particular thing with the 17 year cycle of of its cicadas. And they both mentioned as kids, people, not them, they were very emphatic that it was not them, but people uh, brought them in uh, having cooked them in some way or trying to get people to eat them on a bet. Did you witness anything like that? Did you witness any any folks around here with the team or not? Trying, trying to, or, or actually eating cicadas. Ew, no. <laughs> okay.
4: No, I have not. But I, I did live in South Korea for a year and a half, and they eat bees, mm-hmm.
0: like fried bees. What? Uh, are we? Oh, are are these like larger bees?
1: Um, they're. I don't. I can't
4: even describe. They're not the tiny, tiny bees, but not bumblebees. They're like in, okay. in between but they were sweet. They made me try one and mind you they're like endangered, so I felt okay. really bad, but um yeah, they eat bees for good health. I don't know. And they, they were like crawling around still and we ate them. <laughs> it
0: oh, was okay, weird. So so these were these were <laughs> these were just a plate of bees that were like still still with it to some degree.
4: Um yeah, that we they put them in a paper cup. They like mm-hmm. cooked them a little and ate them. They, they got like toothpicks, cooked okay. them and ate them.'ll fa- uh, I'll send you a video of it because okay it was,
0: uh, it was did good. you feel you, you mentioned it was for good health. <laughs> did you feel healthier afterwards? No, I did not <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm not entirely surprised that that eating bees did not contribute to better health. I don't know. I've, I've heard a lot of the, it's kind of a recurring theme that no matter what the culture is, when there's a food that supposedly for good health, it oftentimes it doesn't actually make things any better. Um, right. This mm-hmm. is my experience. It's always just a thing that people eat and maybe you attach some meaning to it because it's a little strange and I don't know, I guess, uh, eating bees a little out there, but not, you know, in the grand scheme of things, uh, that much different from a lot of stuff that anyone else eats. Um, I haven't had a bee. I'll say that I have not eaten a bee or a cicada, <laughs> but I did, I did witness my fair share of people eating them when I was in college. Cause that was the last time this happened. And I was always a witness, but never, never involved directly in the consumption of cicadas though. I, I don't know. I think I heard with, with Aubrey, she mentioned that a teacher had baked them and, and coated them in chocolate as like a dessert which I think is getting closer to something that I, I might consider doing for a bet, but not just as a snack. I feel like that's a little much.
4: I'm pretty sure they'd probably be packed with protein. So,
0: mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's a little, like, <laughs> you mentioned having, you, you know, your dog is only eight pounds. Um, right. E- eating one cicada. That's like a good deal of the amount of food that a, a dog that side would consume in a meal right but yeah i i i'm interested to hear that you you have the experience with cicadas in general maybe not the the specific dmv version that emerge and then will never come back for for many years but i think that's it do you have any any statements you want to make about the cicadas at all uh since this is the final the final interview for this cicada episode of this podcast
1: um just maybe next time you'll have
4: a longer life. I don't know.
2: Okay?
0: We we can always hope.
4: Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. All right. That's it. That is the cicada episode for this set of 17 years. Uh I promise there won't be another one because there won't be any cicadas to talk about if this podcast is still going on as I said during during the uh the earlier in the show. Maybe we can bring it back in 17 years, if I can remember for that long. Oddly enough, I might forget people's names and what I'm what I'm even shopping for in the grocery store, but there is a big chance that in 20, uh, 2038, I am like, oh yeah, I could do another Cicada podcast. So that's how my brain works. So maybe, maybe, I, I won't rule it out. I'll say that much. Uh, if this podcast is still going in 2038, uh, I may do this whole thing all over again. And I think I would argue it would be even stranger to do a second time. It was already strange enough. I do want to express my sincere gratitude to all the players that that were willing to participate in this. Aubrey Bledsoe, Tori Huster, Anna Halfordy, Andy Sullivan, Ashley Sanchez, uh, Paige Nielsen, and a, a special like extra double thank you to Jordan DiBiase for not just doing it twice, uh, but actually coming up with the idea of the Cicada update and being more than willing to come back on and do it again. Uh, That was definitely above and beyond the Call of Duty. Really, any of these already were that, but the fact that she contributed an idea to the podcast and then uh, was willing to come back to talk again about Cicadas is uh, delightful and also just uh, means a lot. It means a lot that anyone took any time with this again. So my thanks to all of them, my thanks to Jordan Small for helping uh, coordinate all of these because these were extra and confusing. And also I asked Jordan not to tell the players exactly what the subject of the interview was. So she was having to do some extra work to make this happen. It would not have happened without her. So I wanted to thank Jordan as well as all the players. And that's about it. Thank you for tolerating uh, this episode if you've gotten this far. If the idea of cicadas hadn't driven you mad before, this uh, this is probably the episode that that might have pushed you over the edge. If you were if you were like I didn't never want to think about cicadas again. I'm glad it's over. And now here we are in August, and I'm making well, not making. I mean, you could have switched out, but I'm I'm definitely trying to make you listen to a full hour plus on cicadas. This podcast normally talks about soccer and not cicadas as much. If you enjoyed this one, and you want to listen to more. Uh, You can find all the past episodes and all future episodes on the podcast website, which is plexweather.pinecast.co. You can find the show on Twitter. The account is at Plexweather, all one word. You can find my tweets, which are maybe less cicada oriented these days, especially at Jason DC Soccer. That's my, the main account. The the Plexweather account is more focused on this podcast. The other one talks about all kinds of stuff. Mostly soccer, but, you know, you know the deal. If you're listening to this, there's a big chance that you probably already know all this stuff. But if you're new, those are the accounts to follow. You can find the show on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, probably most of the other uh, podcatching services that are out there. If you would like to financially support the show, there is a link in the Plexweather Twitter account bio and on the Plexweather website to a tip jar those even the even the smallest tips uh, left all mean the world to me they really do make it so that this show can be uh, a thing that I can keep doing and it also just makes me happy Uh, so if that's something you want to do that option is there if you just want to listen if that's that's the limit I'm also extremely grateful about that because I just did an episode about cicadas if you're still in after that I'm very impressed to say the least and, and grateful next week the show will be back with a normal episode about soccer i promise that the, i don't have any more crazy theme ideas to do a show right now i don't have anything jotted down i don't have anything on the back burner in my brain it's going to be a soccer podcast for a while like i said maybe 17 years from now cicada podcast part two comes back but until then this has been flex weather cicada weather i don't know uh either or thank you for tolerating this episode